Back up, please. Hello and welcome to Indicast episode number 143. I'm your host Aditya and along with me I have Abhishek. Hello everyone and Aditya is a little bit more excited than usual because he has just become a kaka. Oh, kaka. Yes, that means an uncle for... Um, kaka is a pretty... you yeah. know, everybody understands kaka, right? Yes, that's true. I've just become an uncle. I found... That's it. Oh, oh, great. Even I didn't know that. It is only one hour old. Yeah, it's only it's fresh. He's like fresh into this world. You know what's exciting actually? You always, I mean, and, and I was talking to you about this, right? The, earlier that we had to actually delay this call a bit, this recording a bit because my brother was actually, we were doing a Skype video call from the hospital. And that is when actually, you know, we we spoke about why would anybody want to do FaceTime, which is a video call service on mm-hmm. using an, an iPhone or an iPad or something like that. People said, you know, nobody wants to be seen like that. And bam, I mean, this was, <laughs> I can't be there. He's in the US. It would have been, what, another six months before I actually see him and the right. day is gone. So you actually come to know about the utility of such service during these special times. And that's what makes you want an Apple product. Oh, you bet. And one of the friends of your brother commented on his post on Facebook uh, saying that two predictions. He'll be the first newborn to learn to use Apple products and the first under five to obtain a post-graduation. <laughs> <laughs> Considering your brother is a PhD and I don't know how many degrees does he have to his... To his yeah. And, and also yeah, just... an accomplished blogger for the ones who are listening. We've never spoken about your brother or even tried to plug in his blog uh, entries, right? Or his tweet. have Hardly have done that. I don't recall doing it for the past five years. So he blogs at ipatrix.com. So check it out. Yeah, but he doesn't need the traffic. He's got plenty of. Traffic, yeah, he's so. got. We need the traffic. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> we need. So he's usually being the, the the generous one who, by posting a simple link on his blog, gets right. a few thousand. So but congratulations to both. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So there is a very good reason as to why people like Apple products. Right. Like you can never imagine doing this on an Android or a BlackBerry or. I think we'll follow is. soon. Uh, Android will so- follow follow suit very soon, hopefully. Achha, you said we will follow yeah, soon because I, the Android. I, I own an Android now, right? So, yeah. can't afford <laughs> an Apple. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, talking about communities and talking about parties in a way, mm. there were four elections, state elections that took place in India and the results were out. Four state elections and one union territory, which is Pondicherry, otherwise officially called as Puducherry. The big one was in West Bengal, Tamil Nadu, followed by Assam, Kerala. But, uh, Assam ka baat karte pehle. Mm-hmm. Assam, there has been no change. Uh, it was Congress earlier and it is still going to be Congress. The current CM, Tarun Gogoi, he will continue to be the CM. They got the majority vote there. Out of the 126 seats, they have 176. So, Clear-cut majority wahapar, Assam mein everything is going to go. Probably it's going to be business as usual for the next uh, four years. Four or five years. Um, mm-hmm. In Kerala, it was a very close result in Kerala. And the problem about close results is, basically what has happened in Kerala is that UDF has won 72 out of the 140 seats and the remaining 68 seats have gone to LDF. The problem mm-hmm. is that Kerala is now screwed. Why I say that is... Because it has been such a close result, nothing is going to get done in the coming five years now. 
Yeah, which is incidentally, we will talk about Mamta Banerjee's landslide victory, but which is completely opposite to what happened in, in West Bengal. And Tamil Nadu uh, for that matter. So, yeah. it is good if one side has a clear-cut majority. It is good for development. Decision-making, if nothing yes. else. So, so, that is Assam and Kerala. Let's put that aside. Puducherry, as it is, it's a small place. AIA, DMK has made good strides. They have eaten into DMK and Congress ka pe alliance. Now, let's come down to the Pada states where actually there has been Khalbali. You want to start with West yeah. Bengal or Tamil Nadu? What is your preference? I think West Bengal. So because uh, Mamta Didi, as she is known as, she is the first woman chief minister of West Bengal. She's won 220 seats with the other party getting only 68. Uh, I'm interested because I read somewhere statistically that she will be actually ruling West Bengal, which has population equal to that of Germany. <laughs> so it's a, it's a country in itself. And considering that this is, there are many firsts, first of all, for the how many? 34 years? 34 is, uh, years is how long the left is left the government was there, the Marxist fortress. Bolte the. It is the only place in the entire world where a democratically elected communist government was in rule. For 34 long, for that long, yeah, for 34 yeah. long years. So you know, which it is a big deal to get this sort of a sweeping result for 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 Mamta Didi, as they say. Horiborthan, <laughs> And you know, apparently, both the elections in Tamil Nadu and in West Bengal were won based on this change, yeah, Horiborthan mm-hmm. uh, theme. Right, and right. Th- there are a lot of differences. Yeah, dissimilarities in the personalities who have won in either state. Not just in either states, but even the, the former chief minister in West Bengal, Buddhadev Bhattacharya. So he, just to give you a background of the number of rallies that these candidates have to attend, right, to exhort people to right. vote. Buddhadev Bhattacharya attended 25 rallies and uh, Mamta Didi 250 rallies in the hot sun and all of that. So then the personalities clashed even in the two contesting parties at, in West Bengal itself. And I think you were hinting towards Jayal Ali Zahir, yes, where, how, how she was different from uh, Mamta Didi. And, and, and that is that has been the speciality of the win in Bengal, right? Now we are talking as though we know everything about what is happening in Bengal. Not really, but we have been reading the reports and the sentiments by talking to our friends, etc. And this is what right. this is what they have been saying is that you know even Mamta Banerjee has been saying that people never got a chance to vote before. But this time she actually by going to all these rallies, she has asked people to come out and vote and they have had the largest turnout, eighty three, eighty six percent voting right now. And she's got a very interesting positioning. She says, I'm not anti-communist. I read Marx and I read Lenin as well. But the ones that you see ruling in Bengal are fake communists. They are out <laughs> for a loot. So you throw them out. But you genuine ones, the genuine leftists, leftists, please join my side. So she has the rest of the population with her who are not Marxists. And the ones that she thinks are genuine should join her because the, the other alternative is not strong enough. <laughs> Yeah, how long do you think it's going to take left to come back from such a defeat? It's going to take quite some time. And you know, Mamta Banerjee, how many degrees she's got? She's got a bachelor's degree with honors in history. And then she's got three master's degree. Okay, she's One of got them comes in Islamic history from University of Kolkata. Interesting, interesting right? right? Yeah, <laughs> then she's got a law degree and a degree yeah. in education. Long way for a girl who, it is said that there was an article in the Indian Express which said that she would as a 10-year-old, make glue for that her father would use to 
paste posters of, uh, you know, all those politicians on the walls during elections when she would accompany him. So the seeds were sown back then. So, you know, everybody likes to romanticize when somebody wins uh, an election as big as this. Bottom up. So Completely. that's how she started out. And in fact, the hallmark of this election, as analysts are saying, is that all the big names have been defeated. Gupta right. Dev has been defeated by Manish Gupta, who was the former mm-hmm. chief secretary for Buddha Dev Bhattacharya in his government and has won by a big margin, 17,000 votes. The other casualty, as they say, was the finance minister, Ashim Das Gupta. He is out and Dr. Amit Mitra is in again by a huge margin, 26,000 votes. Um, the next one was Nirupam Sen, Industries and Power Minister. He he is like the number two to Buddha Dev in the cabinet. He also got defeated. So, all the big names have lost. Now, the big question is, tell me, what does this mean for West Bengal? Basic question. Will it be a Narendra Modi-like party which would try and bring those that Parivartan that she spoke about in all her campaigns? Because she keeps saying that uh, I am for the farmers. I am against land acquisitions. The Singur that happened where she was on a on a dharna for 45 days on a hunger strike for Tata not to start its Tata Nano plant. Correct. That might just happen again here. So when it comes to development, will it actually develop if there is an extreme stance taken by Mamta Banerjee? And, and she has made her stance sort of clear is that she wants a small team. She has also said that industries, education and I think coal also are going to be the focus areas. Uh, during her administration. Now, how do we look at this? If you ask me personally, if the Paribartan is going to happen or not, this is the best ecosystem or environment for it to happen. She has no reasons not to make it happen because she controls the entire government now. If change was something that was said in Kerala, you can completely write it off saying that nothing is going to happen, but not in this case. I hope she gets some of her, you know, normal belligerence in politics or to help people because, you know, 10 years ago, she had actually walked up to a minister during a discussion and she held him by the collar when some uh, women's reservation bill was being announced under Vajpayee. And that guy, I don't remember his name, but he was so stunned that he stopped speaking. (laughs) He didn't know what to say because he, you don't have women walking by and you know holding you by your collar another thing she said that there's not going to be any pompous vote taking ceremony or anything like that no big rallies it's going to happen in Raj Bhavan and she wants to get down to work immediately is at least uh, what she says what she says but now let's come down to the Tamil Nadu elections and what happened there a clean sweep by AIA DMK again that is basically Jailalita's party 203 seats won out of 234. DMK only got 31 seats. Again, a huge majority there. What experts are saying is that this is a cyclical phenomena in Tamil Nadu. So there is no real revolution or there is no real change that has happened because this continued earlier also when AIA DMK was in power. They got thrashed completely by DMK. And then right. now DMK has gotten thrashed. So it is sort of a cycle that happens in Tamil Nadu. And DMK was run by A. Raja, the telecom minister, for a long time. We know where he is right now. I think he's it's in some jail. In TR jail. Yeah, uh, there's a family reunion happening out there or in Thiar or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And they're complaining about the food. <laughs> yeah. So, but how long has she whatever, been around? Right? I think she's been around since. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we spoke a few podcasts back about how she was similar or different to... Karuna Nidhi. Yeah. The most interesting thing is what Congress is doing, right? 
Mm-hmm. I mean, we are getting really into politics now, but this is what the show, today's show is going to be about. But if you really see, Congress is trying to cozy up with both both the parties. Uh, there were reports about Sonia Gandhi giving, uh, you know, Jailalita a call and congratulating her and all those things. Modi was actually present for Jailalita swearing-in ceremony. So everybody is now sort of trying to cozy up with all these big parties because the national Lok Sabha elections are going to come up right. in a few times. Uh, yes, and AIADMK is currently in opposition uh, in in the central government. In in a way, it's good for Congress. What happened in West Bengal? The problem is they didn't have en- they don't have enough seats, and probably she might not need the Congress to take those decisions or you know to go go ahead with certain cause that yes. she has. So then again, that's one reason why Congress might want to keep her happy. You know, we have written essays as to India is unity and diversity and all those things, right? But mm-hmm. what does it actually? has been always a question mark as to we don't know what that thing means but here is a good example right just look mm-hmm. at the way people have voted in two different states bringing into power two female candidates two female leaders however look at the disparity in the characteristics let's take Mamta Banerjee for example okay let's do a like to like comparison if you will Mamta Banerjee she is what is she called she's called Didi right which sort of conveys mm-hmm. that she is one of them. She, you always, you know, your sister is is in your generation. You talk right. to her and consider her as one of you. Whereas when you talk about Jailalita, she is called Amma, which is an an, an authoritative mm-hmm. figure. And there is Madam in the center. Ah, Madam, <laughs> uh, <Gandhi>. yes, completely. <laughs> Now, let, let's take the physical appearance. No, you can't. Let's, get, uh, no, I'm, 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 hold on. So, yeah. we, we spoke about the, psych, the, the sociological... Did you just say size or were you saying psychological? I, just I, was, thought you I was going to say psychological, but actually physiological <laughs> okay. uh, uh, disparity. Right. So, one of them wears uh-huh. Hawaii chapel. What have you seen Mamta Banerjee wear? You know, she wears Hawaii chapels. Literally uh-huh. the bl- uh, white and blue Hawaii chapels. She wears crumpled cotton saris. I haven't seen a picture where she is not sweating. So, she is continuously walking, very minimalistic dressing. Now, look at mm-hmm. Jailalita. Probably one of the best dressed women in politics, right? Yeah, but the reason is there were four people sleeping in a one-room apartment in Mamta Banerjee's house. So, you can't really, you can't really say that people usually mm. vote to people who they look up to. You know, Mamta Banerjee, from her appearance, she looks very, she seems very accessible. Look at where she gave her victory speech. She was like two feet away from ordinary people out there or party mm. workers. Right. Again, wearing Hawaii chapel and a cotton sari. Mm. Where was Jailalita? She was wearing a bulletproof vest and standing up on the balcony of her house. Oh, really? I didn't know this. She was alone out there and people were sort of weaving at her and all those things. So, these are the two differences. Alag-alag personalities. You can't really see, but people have voted both of them as, have selected them as the leaders. Very interesting as to how how this unity in diversity sort of thing works in India. Oh, completely, right? completely. And, and, you know, Mamta Banerjee has, in cricketing terms, a very hard-working cricketer who gets very successful as compared to a very gifted cricketer who is overnight success, like like probably Jaya Lalitha, who was a film star. She entered politics as a superstar, whereas Mamta Banerjee was an underdog almost for the first 20 years of her uh, political career. And finally, in 1984... Not exactly 20 years, but for quite quite a long time. Back in 1984, you know, just as a formality, Rajiv Gandhi put her in a place where she was contesting uh, Somnath Chatterjee for a Lok Sabha yeah. seat. And she actually beat him. 
Yeah, she actually won. She actually won. Yeah, that was her first. That was her arriving on the political. Yes, team. and right. she didn't have a resume like a Jayalalitha did, so she had to work through the ranks to to, to get noticed and all of that. Let's hope uh, so, something good comes of the, the the public yeah. also. Now it is completely up to her to mess it up. She has worked very hard to get what she wanted. Well, so let's see. Let's see what happens now. These are the elections results that have happened in four states. Another thing I wanted to point out when it comes to you know the s- southern states, yeah, West Bengal for that matter, mm-hmm. it is the local parties that are in power. For example, Tamil Nadu has always been either DMK or AIA DMK. In Bengal, it has been left, and now Didi TMC right. Trinamool Congress. So it has been predominantly. parties that are working exclusively for the region which is always a good thing right. because they are focusing on the state's problems first and not taking orders from the center mm. for example apne yahan pe anything happens if if the cm has to resign or has to be thrown out he first goes to delhi and takes permission yeah, right? right maharashtra is caught up in this weird place where its local parties are not doing well and there's a national party in in control and and some so, of our listeners would be wondering aditya has suddenly become patriotic about his his not motherland but his state now <laughs> no no because take karnataka also right yeah. again a bjp government there totally in in mess right now they are planning there there is such a mess out there in in karnataka governor has asked the center to apply president's rule there and uh, there is there is a big mess going on they said that i don't even want to go in <laughs> so Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a big, big thing, and you know you got to follow that. It's very interesting, though. I find politics very. I can see that. I think if you, uh, if you, <laughs> if you, if you divide a ratio of this podcast number of minutes that you've spoken and I have, it'll come to nine is to one. <laughs> <laughs> I can very well see how how much politics interests you, <laughs> and I've got this complaint from Ritika. Saying that you know what, let Aditya talk when it comes to politics. You just listen for a while, <laughs> unless you unless you really have something, something that you can add value to. uh it's different when it comes to cricket and other things but not so much in politics man i don't know i sort of get i'm very interested no, in responsible citizen that's why <laughs> no i don't think so i just like the controversy i think and i i just like to see how these yeah. guys manipulate others to get what they want so it's very interesting to see yeah i want to talk about osama bin laden now if you if you are done about do? politics <laughs> Yes, I think we have we have, we are done. <laughs> no, so let's go to Osama bin Laden. No, I know it's uh, it's pretty old uh, news that he has been buried in the sea and all of that. But the Guardian just released a few of his I was going to say blog entries. Sorry, a few of his uh, diary entries. He maintained a diary while he was in that uh, two-story or three-story mansion-like place. And there are some interesting posts that he's written in that little diary. You want to listen to some of them? Sure, go give me insider, insider, <laughs> uh, inside peek into Osama bin Laden. Yeah, tell me. By the way, uh, I think I also liked your. I can digressing just a little bit. Your, you've become a kaka, or the kid has been born in an Osama-free world. That's ah oh, yes, oh, also yes. a good. So, 14th August 2009. Here's what he writes: Watch TV for a few hours to see it were if there were any stories about me. Nothing today. uh i did hey that's that that could have been me right that could have been me right <laughs> yeah exactly so he's writing he's writing just like any other any other person would you know egotist and you know, he wants to see himself on tv etc but he says i did see that sara palin palin on cnn though practically naked as usual wrists showing ankles hair and everything oddly <laughs> 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 he continues he says oddly enough she was talking about death panels 
I have always advocated them, blah, blah, blah. And then he says, at one point, she actually said Obama's death panels instead of saying Osama's death panels. But the interviewer didn't pick her up on this mistake. Stupid woman. Uh, Stupid woman. That's how he ends that note with. I, now, since it's coming from the Guardian, I just, we can uh, be rest assured that at least it's authentic. All right. So. Yeah, Guardian is a, is a yeah, mainstream yes. news outlet. Not, not right? just a blog or a podcast like ours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Okay, listen to this uh, now. Uh, September 11th, 2009. It's a big day for Osama, right? September 11th, 2009. So he says, uh, fired a few times into the air, but everybody said it was a bad idea. Too much noise, Osama. You will draw attention to our hiding place. Cowards, <laughs> all of them. Not really. <laughs> Not really in a holiday mood anyway. Nobody celebrates it around here. And uh, I, I'm not going to do any details, but he says that uh, it's a very, it's a very quiet place. I don't like it when it's too much, too quiet out here. So I have to keep myself busy. But the big one came on. Uh, let me scroll down a bit. On 8th March 2011, and his diary entry reads this: Oh my God, what is happening to Arsenal 3-1? He's an Arsenal fan. I don't know. This is this is what he writes. Supposedly an Arsenal fan. And then also there is there is this other thing where they actually found porn Who? in his. They actually found pornography at his place. And this is also out in Reuters oh, and all right. those things. Pornography found in Bin Laden's hideout. So those were the things that have happened. Another interesting thing happened is when Indian Home Ministry sent That's out. Uh, gentlemen and ladies. <laughs> no, 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 no. I promise. This is regarding terrorism. Ah, okay. Okay. So, Home Ministry releases a list of 50 wanted people and says that they are in Pakistan. And then Times of India goes out and finds one of them in Thane. Oh. <laughs> and they actually go to his house and he says that I am out on bail. I go to the police station where as required by the court to, you know, to show that I am, I am still in, in right. the city. The opposition is saying that this is a disgrace to India because now... The credibility has sort of taken a hit. And Chidambaram says that I'll have to look into the matter. There could be two people with the same name. Oh, yes. So, so that has also happened. Uh, how long have you been talking? Been a while. And you're going to Kashmir tomorrow, right? But, uh, yes, I've go, I'm going to be in Kashmir. I tried looking for vacation spots. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. And nothing was below 30 degrees Celsius anywhere <laughs> close. That's about it for episode number 143. If you have anything to say on whatever has been discussed, if you are from Bengal and completely disagree about whatever we have said or are from Tamil Nadu or for whatever reason, just write it to us, okay? Log on to www.theindicast.com. Follow Abhishek on Twitter. He is at Abhishek Kumar. I am at AC Mahatre. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.